don't ever waste your time. No, I got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Ain't gotta tell you no lie. No, 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 I got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. Got it on my mind, I'ma say that. Say that. Say that. I mean what I say and I say what I mean For me it go deeper than rhymes I was deployed here by the most high No D-boy but I'm serving dope lines Hold up wait a minute let me slow it down Spit it real clear for the people in the back Before the Lord said the words Let there be light Everything was black This is no fiction Everything fact Follow no scripting I don't ever act I don't ever do it for awards or the plaques I do it for the ones with the scars on their backs Living in the land of the feet Home of the slave Where you only loved at the grave Where we watch our home Homeless the king and the president. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Mass Making All Souls Kindred Spirit. And if you were with us last week, we were talking about living with regrets. And it kind of ties into our topic this week um, when we asked the question, how do we? keep our past in the past how do we get away from the past um a lot of people say that sometimes you know you just gotta let go and let god and you know that's easier said than done because some some of us get wrapped up in memories and wrapped up in if i woulda shoulda couldas and wrapped up in you know all the things that we um want to do but some of us don't have the strength to do or we don't have the mindset to do so today we're going to talk about moving away from our past letting the past stay in the past or trying to just learn how to cope with it or or move on or get get some kind of help do whatever we got to do because there's always something in everybody's past that they regret doing something you it might be something you regret saying it might be something you saw and didn't say anything about and you wish that you had. So we're going to take a look at all the different ways that people or that um, uh, counselors are saying we can move past our past. We just have to put our minds to it. We just have to do our due diligence to get past. And I want to ask the people on the panel today, we're going to go through and meet everybody. And I want you to think about it. And I, and I really would like if um, some people will come on and share um, their thoughts on how they get past the past. And if they are not getting past the past, why have they not gotten past the past? And what do they think it's going to take to get past the past? If you don't want to talk, again, we ask you to uh, write in our chat box and um, we will read um, what it is that you write and we will discuss it. So we want everybody to know that you are important to us, whether you're behind the scenes and not showing us your face or whether you're on Facebook Live and following us. We do appreciate you. So let's go on and meet our panel for the night. We've got a lot of people on here I haven't seen in a minute. Let's start. Uh, we have our one man. Maybe, maybe uh, some more men will come on. But Mitchell seems to hang with us. Uh, I know when he gets on every day, 
uh, on Sundays and Friday, he said, let me go see what them cackling hens doing. You know, that's what he calls us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not really us, interesting topics. Oh, okay, yeah, but you still call us cackling nah. hens. So. No, no, no. I don't downgrade nobody. <laughs> you know, nobody, just us, just us. Raise everybody up. All I try. positivity coming from you. Yeah, that's because I, I see the plant behind you. I don't know if that's one of your plant plants. No, no, no. That's, that's one of the succulents. That's a succulent. Which yeah. one is that one? What's that one? Uh, I'm not sure what that one is called. But oh, yeah, okay. that's one of the succulents. Yeah. That one came from my aunt's house in LA. So. A succulent coming from a sucker. <laughs> I'm mad. It's okay. All righty. I'm more of a listener. Move on down the line, Mitchell. I want you to think about it. How do we move from the past? How do we leave the past in the past and move on? Think about it. We'll be back. To okay. I already thought hey, about it. Jessica, long time no see. I see you have your daughter with you. How are y'all doing? We good. Hey, how is school, darling? Good. Good. Okay. Oh, nice. She's louder than that, y'all. She mm -hmm. She's playing. She's showing out for the Zoom. Trying to pretend. She she can't talk or whatever. She's, she's playing mama's baby today. Jessica, mm -hmm. thank you for joining in on us. We missed you. Have you been? Yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, I heard you've been working, making all the money. I'm going to come over there and get me a loan. Come on. I got you. I, I see you got your, um, your uh, what's the name of that movie? Um. Uh, uh, Players Club Ponytail. Yes, I had it braided. Me and Erlen got matching braids. Oh, y'all got the long, long anaconda yes. braid. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So we'll be I'm back, Jessica, to discuss mm -hmm. living in the past and how do you move on. Okay. We're going on over here to one of my good, 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 good friends that we got secrets that we can't reveal or else some of us don't have to go to jail. Miss Diane Quarter, how are you doing out there in Shot Time, Diane? Hey, baby girl. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. <laughs> you know what I think about the past? You kill it in your brain. You so you, you kill the past in your brain. You just don't even bring it up. Diane, we, see, that's you always jumping the gun. See, Diane, I said I'm just going to introduce them, but, but here you go trying to start. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't saying the people. I said in your brain. She won't speak. This is your introduction. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Go and introduce me again. Yeah, act like I ain't here. Okay, we are gonna do the uh, rewind. Uh, right now, we're going out to Chicago. One of these ladies that used to be on the road with me, one of my true divas of comedy. Uh, we got secrets we gotta keep <laughs> until one of us can't uh, understand what the other person is saying anymore. Miss Diane Corr, how you doing, Diane? How you doing? doing so excellent i'm happy to say and you know the conversations that i have with you are always with you but mm -hmm. we got these other people on so i guess we're gonna have to speak frankly yeah we, <laughs> we don't have to pretend yes nah that's do not disturb ain't it no dummy <laughs> That's a D and D. I knew it was something like that. <laughs> All right, so we got V from Like Minds. How you doing, V? We did I'm see your well, face, I'm and well. then you disappeared. What happened? I started running around. You know, it's in the afternoon here still. So um, <laughs> I don't, I don't see you listed as uh, other co-hosts. So if right, you make that happen. <laughs> Uh, I will just in a second, but yes, we were, uh, the mail is still running around, so I had to grab the mail. 
I'll be oh, right okay. back on camera in a second. Okay. All right. Hi, Melinda. Uh, coming out of Locust Grove. Uh, I ain't gonna tell you where she lives. Yeah. Tell her my business. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Melinda, coming out of Texas. Um, <laughs> Hello, thank everybody. You for coming on, Melinda. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Uh, hello. Uh, we know that Hello. you probably won't be a part of the conversation, so if you want to type something, please do. We have Melissa. I don't know Melissa who, but if she wants to come on and, and say hello, then that will be wonderful. If she just want to type, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? We'll take that. How are you, Melissa? I guess she can't hear. Okay, we'll move on. Anyway, so... What we're talking about um, is um, keeping the past in the past. How do we how do we do that? Uh, there have been many things that we regret. Sometimes some things we said, as I said earlier, some things we did, but we can't get past those regrets if we continue to go back down memory lane. And I know a long time ago, a, a, a young lady uh, wrote a song about. Um, Finding a picture. Um, uh, like Minds, can you play that song? We're just going to play a little bit of it. Um, I'm, I'm sure when you hear the song, you're going to know what song we are talking about. Uh, that's, that's the late, great uh, Minnie Ripperton, Memory Lane. Like that song. That was like the song. I like it better if I could hear it. But um, that was a deep song. You can you can fade it out. I just wanted to ask, um, how do we keep from being stuck in the past? Um, anybody anybody get any insight into? why we won't let the past be the past why why do we hold on to hurtful things or maybe things that don't even hurt us why do we hold on to certain memories and, and such um certain people that don't deserve the, the the space in our hearts or in our heads anybody want to respond i'll respond okay i was just talking before i got on got on here with my home girl Mm -hmm. Um, she was going through the similar situation. Guy had done her wrong. She ended up losing the baby that they had, and he just acted like he didn't care. And she was like, she want to move on, she want to move on, but she still loved him. She don't know how she could move on. And I was just explaining to her, in order to move on, you have to give yourself time to heal from the situation. If you're not healed from the, you're gonna go back to what you're not healed from. And I think that's her issue because the way he done her ain't no way I'm going to try to go back to that. But that's funny. We was just talking about that. But I think you I, I really do think you have to learn how to heal. We hold on because we always want to know why. Why you do why? Why did you do this to me? Why did you do that to me? What did I do to you? Yeah, it's and the unknown. Why. I think it's mm -hmm. the unknown. The, the yep. fact that you're saying I was, I I know I was, you know, a one in the relationship, and mm -hmm. I I was nothing but fair to you, wonderful to you, and I and I never saw this coming. 
you know. Yep. Well, I'm, I, that's not totally true. Sometimes we do see it coming, but we keep hoping against hope that things yep. will get better. Get better. And, yep. and I think sometimes when we let someone consume us, consume all our time and we throw a hundred percent in a relationship and only getting um 20 percent back i yeah. think it's harder for us to I, i've never been in a relationship where i felt it was 50 50 you know yeah. unless it was like um mama's love or grandmother's love or, or family love like that but when it came to relationships it's hard if you have all your ducks you know, in that one pond, yep. you won't let your ducks go out and and, and quack somewhere else. You know, yep. <laughs> they ain't all this quacked up to be. But um, how but do we move on? How, how instead do we of you healing, instead of us healing, we jump into another situation, another thinking situation that's gonna sometimes. fill the void. When sometimes we just need to sit back and look at ourselves and love on us. If we can love on us, we'll know. But yeah, the Jessica, next man just came. That's easier said than done. I mean, but some I've been people through are it. stronger than others. Yeah, they are. I've been through. I had to learn it the hard way. Like I would, with my first marriage, I got out of it or whatever. And I'm looking for the next best thing instead of just learning how to just, okay, take take this time to learn and love Jessica. Because once you do that, you will be able to spot who coming in your life for the right, for the right reasons. But a lot of people oh, don't wow. know how to stop. Because you figure, okay, uh, well, I gave this person all I had and it didn't work out. What makes me think it's going to do it again? So some people like the familiar. You yeah. Know, but once, easier, once you learn. I, I don't want to get naked in front of nobody else. I don't want to love nobody else. I, I, don't, I can't risk my heart again. Those are the kind of things we probably tell ourselves, I think, sometimes. Yeah. So how do you get past those kind of things? You, to me, I feel like what helped me, because I mean, you kind of know a little background of my situation before Darren came in or whatever. I'm, I'm telling you, it really took me. I had to break down and I said, Jessica, why am I attracting the same type of man? What am I putting out there? What am I, what am I doing to have these? You know, just to, I had to look deep within myself. And once I learned that, then I was like, okay. I knew what I was looking for, but I feel like it starts within us first. Yeah, I, male I agree. or female. I think everybody on, on the panel will probably agree with that. Mitchell, I see you shaking your head. Um, do you think it's easier for men to move on, get away from the past, than it is for females? Because uh, y'all think with the, your head, and we think with our heart, and we won't say yeah. which head. <laughs> but yeah, I understand. But um, yeah, I mean, it's easier for me to forgive my past and let it go than, you know, I mean, I guess for any average person, but, um, you know, I'm I'm a little above average, so, you know, I could, oh, I could forget okay. stuff and leave it, let it be. See, you know that's, what I mean? part, that's part of it. Much. It's the ego. You said you're a little above average. That's the ego of the male thinking. I mean, okay, uh, well, not like that, but, yeah, I, I mean. Know, but it sure <laughs> sounded like that. I don't know. Just, just my, my train of thought is a whole, you know, not on another level sometimes. But, um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, women are strong too. I mean, you know, they could stop, you know, they could do, you know, correct, you know, the problem. You know what I mean? I think maybe just get out of the situation, uh, get away from it. I think that's how help that helped me. So, 
you know, well, I wasn't we, around that certain person who was, you know, bringing me down. So, mm-hmm. you know, even after all the drama, you know, I wasn't around there. So, you know, I mean, I didn't have to get reminded of her. I was able so to. So you, you call that drama and we yeah, call it yeah, love. Well, it was, you know, it was unnecessary drama, really. You know what yeah, I mean? We, like, had, so. we have to look at the semantics of the thing. While you're thinking that we're being dramatic, we're thinking in our minds that we are <laughs> showing you how much we love you, well, you know? I, True that, but yeah, I mean, you know, beating on it them, to, you know, it gets to be a little too much, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I it never knew you show love with your fist. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Moving, Moving on. So, <laughs> not me personally, you know, not me, not me. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I don't do that. Right. I don't do that. I'm trying to love her, but she don't know what love. Love to her was getting beat on, you know. So, and I wasn't that guy that she was looking for. So, do you yes. think that she had had relationships like that before? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she told me. Yeah, yeah, she told me that. And that's all, all she knew. I mean. That's all she knew, you know, since, you know, I mean, her father used to abuse her, I guess. So, you know, so, you know, it, it's tough. You know, I, under, I you know, I, I never said that I was mad at her or, you know, hated her for whatever she was doing, did. You know, I kind of understood it was a mental health thing, you know. And I'm not a doctor, so I can't help her. Wow. Well, do you yeah. think it's easier for men to move out? Ladies, I'm asking this and I'm going to come back to you, Mitchell. Okay. Do you think it's easier for men to move on than ladies, than us? Barbara. Yes. I don't think I like Mitchell's last statement. Okay. What was? <laughs> hey, Mitchell. I'm sorry. Mitchell said, I ain't no doctor, so I can't help her. That's so what? inconsiderate. Well, I, okay, I spent uh ten. Put it again for me. Put again for me. I put ten years with her, trying to trying to help her. You feel me? I know, and but she she required uh mental health help. You know what I mean? I was just the custodian. Well, did you suggest it? Did you even tell her to go? Let's go together. Did you suggest? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I went to the mental health with her many times. Yeah, to see if you know, and you know, there was you know, it it, it didn't have nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, if I was just there, like. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, here yeah. Jessica is thinking you're sounding so callous. No, no, and so no, no. And the reason why I, I, I think that is because Darren sometimes it's the same way. He does that. Like we'll be watching these um court shows like paternity court, and you got grown men trying to figure out who their fathers are. And Darren's like, what the hell they're crying for? He, they can't change the past, just let it go. I think it's that male's mind, yeah. the insensitivity of it, like you can't change it, so why dwell on it? Yeah, well, exactly. there were a lot of men who grew up uh, with fathers who are uncles or whatever, or even ladies who told them, boys don't cry. You know, yeah, exactly. I want you to cry. I'm going to exactly. punch you yeah. in your chest. Oh, your you know, yeah. yeah, boys are, you know, uh, not supposed to cry. You know, yeah. we, um, they can't show their sensitivity, so they don't know how to do it. All right. they know yeah. is how to move from woman to woman, I think, some, some people. Yeah, I I'm not that lucky. Yeah, yeah, wrong head. They need to turn upside down. B, I, you, I saw that your mouth was getting ready to move, but you picked up your. Yeah, mic. I just wanted to say, you know, you know, as you know, Mitchell and I are cousins, and uh-huh. Mitchell, I think, was a little bit abused in that relationship. So he took it took a lot for him to get to that 
she needs a doctor, yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah. I literally watched him go. He loved like you, Barbara. It took him yeah. a long, yeah. long time to see that you girl. You keep hoping against hope. Kill him. Yeah. If he didn't leave, I know he me, was I, like, I, oh, I but I can that. fix her. I can help her. I can and I was like, no, I you ride a, a love affair like a bicycle. I ride it till the wheels fall off. Yeah, still be trying to hold the wheel on. No, I can't ride no bicycle. Right, yeah. he oh, didn't. I'm he sorry, didn't, Mitchell. I'm pushing him over. No, you good. You good. No, he even rode into the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You just can't do yeah. it. He, he, it's know, it's, it's just the thought. I think of, of starting over. <laughs> yes, yes. I think that's what it was for him too. He yeah. didn't want to start over, but yeah. you know, in the rooms, it, the starting over happened with separation. Who wants that? But he, it took, you know, he learned a lot, I think. Uh, what yeah. concerns me is, you know, he hasn't been in another serious relationship. And that's how scarred he is, I think. So. Okay, well, I'm, we're talking about him. Listen. What about you? Are there things me. in your past that you can't move past? <laughs> no, I, I'm going to do a diet. We're not just talking about relationships. We're talking about anything <laughs> that has you stymied, that keeps <laughs> that, that, like, paralyzes you to the point where you're saying, you know, I got to get past this because uh, it's not going to be the way I want it to be. So I got to face reality. And, and not to say that people are living <laughs> in a fantasy world, but you understand. Right. So right. Me, no, for me, yes, it is. It's a definitely, I stopped looking on the outside and started looking on the inside. So this journey that I'm on is always, you know, what I control, how I control it. And it is the past. The past is a memory that I'll always have. But it's up to me to let it to affect the present and the future. So I really, I, right now, I'm really trying to stay in the present because the future to me is kind of scary for the things that interest me. Like I, me and you, Bobby, we like politics. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to talk politics like, right now. <laughs> yeah, so you tell yourself, you know, I, I ain't going to worry about it. If it happens, it happens. When it comes like to the affairs of the heart, if it happens, yeah. It happens. I ain't going out yeah. looking for nobody, but if I just happen to meet somebody and we click, then maybe. Mm -hmm. But yeah. while while that <laughs> while I'm well, even that with that, happen, I'm gonna think about that old person. But that's what I was just gonna say. Even with that, with this new practice, because that's what it does. It takes practice, just like Jessica was saying. She took the practice of oneself to move forward and find something different mm -hmm. to attract different because I do believe if you're depressed you're going to attract depressed yeah, people yep. if you're if you're uh, up and lifted you're going to have up and lifting it's just what you're going to be gravitated to mm -hmm. and because we have these vibes right everybody mm -hmm. is vibing and you know if you like yours or not and that's the first place then the second place is do I vibe with yours because I like my vibe I want somebody else to vibe you know along that way and it definitely changed, but it takes practice. That I practice this every day, just like you were saying. If I were to meet someone, I would first recognize that I don't know this person. Literally have to tell yourself that because as you know, you can get real into, you know, what they say, you know. So how I have to remind look. myself, right, and how they look and smell and smile. How big their nose is. <laughs> Yeah, so the first thing I do is always remind myself that I don't know this person. Because okay. when you do that, then it, it kind of straightens out where you're going to go next. And then okay, the, the second would be... 
then you turn around after you've been in a relationship for a, a while and say, I didn't, I thought I knew this person. So you go from, I don't know this person to, I thought I knew this person to, I didn't know this person. So now, well, I'm, then step I'm back two, to square one. Well, step two is to have no expectation. And I think that answers that. If you, if you allow yourself to say, hey, I don't know this person. I have no expectations of this person. It this person can literally. In a relationship. I mean, because, it, it, well, first of all, relationship is willing. You got to be willing to be with this somebody? person. Huh? Right. We're talking about the initiation, right? Yeah. You see, you're jumping. You're going from oh. meeting to being with somebody. We're talking okay. about from meeting with somebody and understanding that you don't know them to knowing them for a few months, understanding that, you know what? If I get disappointed, I had an expectation. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should bring them down a notch because that person's always going to be showing you something about themselves. Yeah. So you got to understand that your expectation is what's letting you but, down. But what happens when we don't we don't heed the red flags? Well, that's number three. You be honest with yourself well, about you, what just happened. Now you got too many numbers now. You like a sleep. It's only man. three steps, but don't nobody like those steps. What's, so what's the third step? Go, the step, the third step is to be honest with yourself as to what's um, just happened. Well, that's what uh, I love. That's that mirror. That's I that mirror, though. No I can't look at the man wants. in the mirror. I, I pass by the mirror. There she go. Yeah. And <laughs> I stay in it because I've, I've learned that, you know, just like Jessica, when you've grown to a certain extent, when you looked inside, then, you know, you have, a, like I said, a standard. You're not so much what you like to see outside, what you like to see inside. When a man tells you, I'm going to call you at six, if six roll around and he didn't call, no matter if it's six, 15, seven o'clock, it's still kind of a letdown because you didn't do what you said you was going to do. Those little things mean a lot to me. Well, what if he had a, 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 a good reason? Uh, are you I didn't saying, say I wouldn't well, forgive it. I wouldn't, I did not say I wouldn't forgive it because it would oh, depend okay. on that. You know, what okay. if he had a car accident or something like that? Okay. So I wouldn't say it's unforgivable, but you know, and I know, if I wanted to be somewhere Monday at six o'clock, that's where I'm going to be. No matter a car, you know, a car trouble you make for me, I make preparations before Monday because that's where I want to be. I need to make sure I'm going to get there and be on time. That's me. Not everyone is like that, but those types well, of things are what women. I look at. Most look men, you know, it's like you'd be surprised. Men are the same because time is time. It's not female or male. It's a it's a time it's thing. It's a, it's a maybe it's different <laughs> in California. Right there, Long Beach. <laughs> maybe, but nonetheless, it's it's the it, it, I don't even want to say respect. It's just the the man of the uh, you know word. I, this is like I like I was telling you about my past. I used to lie a lot for no reason at all because I was quote unquote a player. I had this one over here, that one over there. You know, good old twenties. You know, down lovely. south we call that a hoe. But keep going. Uh, well, I said player because I didn't knock away <laughs> without okay. some friends, lifelong friends. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. But nonetheless, I don't choose to do that anymore. And with that choice, you know, um, people fall away, like we had said. And some people you gain. And I'm okay with the exchange. Okay. So, so it you, took a lot so of time. You're to trying to say that maturity helps when it comes to trying to get away from stuff from the past. Yeah, but maturity when, when is an age. When do you finally say enough is enough? Uh, or do we still go back to, I, if I had done this instead of this, maybe things, would, there would be a different outcome. 
when, when do you stop questioning your actions? I guess that's what I'm trying to ask. Diane, you're mighty quiet over here. I, I know. Right. For me, I would try to look at my actions constantly. If you can, if you can see yourself before this case, like that I is said, because this is error. Nobody wants. That, that so is because not. I'm learning. That is because I'm learning so much. You know, I'm learning so much about the difference <laughs> in a hoe and a player. You know. <laughs> I still got friends, so you a player. A hoe is ready to go. Is in and out. I just, I I just didn't know it was such a great difference. Like I just didn't know it was such a great difference. We were too busy being funny, Diane. We didn't learn the rules of, of engagement. Okay. We didn't understand the assignment. But what I do, what, what I have done with my past is I put it on uh, deceased mode. So it's like my past, I put it on dead mode. I don't think about it. Cause it will have me disrupting my future. Wow! So that's deep. I don't do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My, so what happens when your past uh just happen to randomly call or show up or or, or uh, uh come in your presence? Um, how do you handle that? It's uncomfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable. uncomfortable. It's Why? Because you still because have to handle it. Because my past is not something that I'm jumping up and down about. Some of it ain't making me happy, so I try not to remember it. Okay, but if so, that person just shows up, how do well, you deal with, with, with whatever kind of feelings you might have? Whether it be ambivalence, whether it be, oh my God, here you go, or anger. Oh my God, here you go, that is right there. That is right there. Oh my God, here he go, begging again. See, because I generally leave them, or we generally don't leave on a good understanding that it's mm-hmm. over. We leave them on one side understanding. It's over for me, but it ain't necessarily over for him. Oh, okay. So. I can understand that because I, I know that someone um, tried to do the third party thing and, and, and get me to hook you up to get them. Yes. Call them and yes. <laughs> you, you remember it. Forever. I had to beg you to call the person so they could stop calling me. Yeah, they was calling you, telling you to tell me to call them because they didn't have my number and I made it that way purposely. And they still don't have my number, Barbara. I know. I know. I think I, I, I think you like that game. You like that. Oh, but I like them not knowing. Know. I like them not knowing how to get in touch with me. And I really hate that they bother you as much as they do. Uh, so that's the reason. <laughs> I have a question. Uh huh. And I don't know what y'all talking about, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know y'all business like that. But the thing is, so me, why I have a question for Miss Diane. Why, why continue to let that past aggravate you instead of setting it straight to that person? So when you do walk into to that person in the future, they'll know from jump. Okay, not to bother her. Because I have done that. I have done that. I have. Literally, don't said it purposely out loud. No, mm-hmm. leave me alone. Don't want to be bothered. Go away. Shoo. I said all that. Especially when that person knew they were wrong. Exactly. Time, that's that's kind of that. You get that when when the person finally realizes. Or See, Barbara knows the both sides of this I think story. It, I think it bothers them right. that you are doing good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Barbara and, and knows they, both and, sides and, of this story, and I didn't fall apart when it 
discontinued. They thought, expected me to because they were wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, I went on and I keep on going on. And I just don't want to be bothered with them. Because I don't want them to bother Barbara the way that they do is the only reason that I will contact them once in a while. So they leave Barbara alone. Right. Well, I was I trying to understand because I know certain things mess up your do. spirit, mess up your vibe. So you'd be like, you having a good day and then you run into something in your past. You'd be like, oh, God, here we go again. It throws your whole vibe and energy yeah. off. So I was just wondering yeah. how you handle that, it. Is that the same as somebody taking up space in your head? Or somebody mm-hmm. occupying space in your head or your heart? You know, mm-hmm. is that the same or it's not? Well, it ain't it got my it- heart. For some people, they're not strong enough to get past. So when you see that person, it's like, well, I know oh me. I, I, I like to be vindictive. I'd be like, oh, yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. come. <laughs> I would say no, because when you're, when you're alone and with your thoughts, it's a different vibe than it is with the physical person, in person. Mm-hmm. You're not so alone with your thoughts. So, because when you're alone, you have to be both, right? You have to do the questioning and somewhat of the answering or what you think may happen. And when you're physically in front of the person, the outcome is different more, more times than night, right? Would you not think? Yeah. When you see somebody in the person? I, I, call think, that, man. I call that soul tie. And them something that need to be prayed off of. Because <laughs> A soul tie? <laughs> A soul tie. Mm-hmm. So, my well, understanding of a soul type <clears throat> is that um, you, you, and, you and this person were still were in a relationship and yet you were on the same plane, but something just happened where y'all fell apart. Maybe I got the wrong wrong. Um, um, it, it was told to me whenever you are 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 broken up or you're moved on from a situation and that situation keeps coming back when you yeah. don't want it. That situation keeps rearing its head. It keeps aggravating you. It keeps you frustrated. Keep you depressed. It keeps you mad because you want this situation out of your life, and this person is not getting it. They're not understanding it. That was my um, what I was told was a, a soul yeah, tie a soul that tie. needs to be prayed off. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, some of them just do it just to see if they still yeah. have the power over you. That I, I call it aggravation. That's just somebody being, <laughs> you know, thinking That's they what got I it call like it. that. You know, I call it aggravation. Aggravation. <laughs> That's what I call it. It's more than aggravation. It's like, uh, how dare you uh, presume uh, and or assume that you that you still got it like that? You know, yeah. they just, I think sometimes they want to play uh, the martyr or they want to um, just get in touch just to see if they still got it like that. I think that they just can't believe that you can leave and you can get along without them. Their yeah. egos. Yeah. Because you showed them that. <laughs> you have showed them that, right? Right. Did we, did we give them that impression? No, we did not. But then how did they find it? How did they get that impression? It's in their Everything head. they did, we stayed with them. Everything, every time they lied, we be, well, we didn't believe it, but we, we didn't go nowhere. So how would they not get the, the impression that anything they do they can come back because they feel they they are still thinking the old you yeah well i know what she used to do i know which i know i can lie to her and she'll take me back i know i can lie to her she won't leave yeah but they don't know you've changed they still you know stuck on the testing the waters and Mm -hmm. they can't believe you changed 
Right. They can't believe you've changed in their head. Sometimes we can't believe we changed. Yeah, that's so true. It's like, oh, how I dodged that bullet. Yes. What did I see in this person? Be surprised how much you changed when you dodge a bullet. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. Ain't nothing like dodging a bullet. It'd be like away. <laughs> Uh, 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 Barbara knows the I'm both here. sides of this thing. Yeah, bulletproof. <laughs> Same here, Kevlar helmet, all kind of things. So I don't get hit with nothing. Mm -mm. It's like, what did I see? I, I mean, how does that happen? How do you go from loving a person a hundred percent to damn near hate, hating them? They kill it. They generally agree the ones that kill it. Right. When they kill it and it dies, it dies inside you, and you can't bring it back to life, no matter what they do. Oh, there's such a thing yeah, as resuscitation. More spiritual, I've yeah. I've seen people resuscitate. Yeah, but when you kill it in me, it's gone. It's gone. It's <laughs> ain't gone. No, ain't no root. You take the root and everything. <laughs> right, right. When wow. you kill it in me, you might as well kill it for good, cause it's gone. There's no resuscitation. I got that order put in. Do not resuscitate. <laughs> uh, oh, a DNR. Okay. Yes. Yes. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was yeah. deep. That was deep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Instead of having to do that at the hospital, we're gonna have to start doing that in relationships. Exactly. Look, I need you to sign this DNR, this NDA, and all these other paperwork to let you know that this and is this over when it's over. Policy, because I might end up killing you. So. Oh yes! <laughs> don't say it on. Don't say it on. Don't say oh, it on the microphone. You, don't say know, it on microphone. They know I'm a, a comic. They know that. Okay, well, don't say it because it's recorded. Well, people are so sensitive these days. You can't. That's say what I'm saying. Anymore. Oh my god! You can't. You I've can't. never seen people so. Black people are more sensitive now than they were in slavery. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. You we can't say nothing. So, we 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 have just. I don't know. Pitiful. We've Pitiful. lost a lot. Pitiful. Of, the word is pitiful. Uh, no, it's not. They they've assimilated. They they want to be. They wanted to be uh, have that American dream so bad that they've taken over all the, the um, qualities that we found appalling. Right. Because we right. question stuff a lot more now, and we just it's we don't have that that community like we used to have. No, like they used to have. Let's fight together. Yeah, we we allow our kids to do whatever they want. They talk to us any kind of way. They yes, it's, it's just crazy. It's but that's sad. neither here nor there. Um, how do we set boundaries? And uh, 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 do we become aware of what we are doing? Do we hit a reset button? What do we do to keep moving on? And I'm going to let y'all think about that while we go to com uh, take a 30-second commercial. And I'd like to hear from some other people, Melinda, Melissa, even if you don't want to check, if you want to just write, a th you, you got to have a thought on this some kind of way. Um, and it may be trivial to you, but it might be something that might trigger something in one of us that when I was like, oh, I didn't think of it that way, Sonia. So when we come back, we're going to see if the other ladies have anything to say about our topic. We're talking about letting the past, how to get away from our past, get past our past. All right, let's take it to commercial. See you on the other side of the 30. Power 904. Power 904. If you want to advertise. 
email us at power904radio at gmail.com. Don't forget to visit our website and check out other power resources at www.power904.com. And remember, we give it to you straight. Power 904. Power 904. How to take the how to keep the past in the past. How do we get away, get past our past? That's what we're trying to say. There's so many ways that we can say it and ask the question. And I was talking about uh, establishing bond boundaries. Do we accept what is being offered? Uh, how do we hit the reset button? when it comes to trying to get past anything. And we we can't just be stuck on relationships. Let's talk about a, something might've happened in our childhood, something might've happened in college, something might, how do we just get past anything that has a stymie that keeps us rooted in whatever that hurt, that disappointment or whatever it was? How do we get past our past? And I had asked that, um, the other people on our panel, if they want, and I'm not pushing anybody, but if, if you have anything that you want to type, or if you want to come on and say something, Melinda, Melissa, Sonia, please do. If not, I ask the other people on the panel. Don't everybody speak at once. You're like, helpful. you better be glad we own. We ain't got nothing to say. Anybody else on the panel want to answer that question? Jessica, Mitchell, Diane? How do we, when we hit that reset button, is it for, is it for ever or do we keep slipping back? You know, like we heard the song, right? Millie, uh, Minnie Ripperton. She found a photograph and all of a sudden all those familiar things started coming back to us. How do we get away from that if it were a painful or do we just hold on to it? Is it what makes us who we are today? Do we take the good and the bad and just move on and become a better person? Or do we just um, lay down and just wallow in all that pitifulness? What do we do? No. Mm -mm. You take the good and the bad and remember it was ugly. <laughs> I, I I I think it's different on certain situations because like now a lot of people are expecting me, oh, it's coming up to your mother's year anniversary. You should be good. No, I'm still not good. Mm -hmm. I don't exactly. think I would ever be good. And memories only make it worse. When I see something, a video, or I look at her picture, or I think about something she said, or something happens in the house that made me think of her. Like my baby was crying last night because she just missed us so much. So it's like that type of pain, I, I will never get over. I'm still in shock and I will never get over it. I don't care. I have my good and bad days, but it's it's a pain like no other. And it don't feel like it's been a year, but the 17th has been a, it's been a year. So that, that date is coming up and it's like it's getting harder and harder every day. The closer you get to that date, it's like, Oh, God, here we go. I got to relive this again. So it's like, that's one pain I know I, I will never get over. Well, you can... right now that you may never get over. And, and you know, um, 
the memories will be there. The thoughts will be there. Uh, I, I don't think that you'll get over it, but I think it'll get easier, mm -hmm. you know, because you'll, you'll start to reflect on all the good things about um, who she was and what she did more so than the fact that she's not here. Right. Sometimes we have to um, look at the fact that this was a natural um, thing. Uh, if, if the situation were reversed, and you had left before she did. In our minds, we're thinking that's not the natural order of things. But you know, we we none of us know when we're supposed to go, when we're supposed to leave this place. And it is hard because mm -hmm. you know um, you're thinking about a lot of things, and um, you try to internalize a lot of things, and you don't know what what to do with these feelings. They're all bottled up. Everything. Everybody, you got this person in your ear, you got that person in your head, you got yourself in your heart. So it's hard to take the past, bring it into the future in a way that you, that you like, bring it into your present in a way that will help you in your future. So I can understand what you're going through because we all go through it. And I, I, I pray that it will get better for you. And I know that it will get better for you. And one year... You know, it, it's hard right now. It's hard. It, it really is. So, um, well, I, I got to say this for her. Um, it will get a little easier, but it'll always be hard. My daughter left this world before I did, and it's hard, hard, and it's been hard. But as that time goes on, it gets a little easier to accept what you can't change. And uh, I, I feel her pain with her mother. I do understand that so, so much. Because every year that passes with my daughter laying against, not laying against me, makes me have pain. So all I can say is keep on praying through it and remember the good times. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I can't go with and, this no more. And I, I think people handle dissension in different ways, you know, um, as I said, Jessica, what helped me through a lot of the stuff that I go, I keep a journal and I get to write my feelings down and not just walk around with them sitting on my chest or sitting in my head. If I oh can pen to paper, you know, it's a lot easier because you get to see what you write and you think about what is there. And, um, you try to and, move on, and it, and it does help. And I wish I could just did a journal. I was with Barbara and saw her write in her journal many, many times, and I never did it. And now I wish I had adapted that from her. But to it's write never a too journal. late. It's never too late, Diane. Oh, but it's... You know, um, <laughs> when, when we take things, uh, and I don't mean to trigger anybody, because this is a touchy subject, but... Um, <sighs> You got to forgive yourself because, you know, sometimes we we tell ourselves, I could have done more. I could have been a better person to this person. I could have done this, that, or other if I had gotten there in time. Because uh, we can't project what we think into reality, the reality of what happened. Um, we have to, um, uh, according to psychologists, one of the things, the first thing we have to do is confront and 
decide to move on. We got to con confront whatever it is that's got us stuck in the past and, uh, and just decide to move on. We have to tell ourselves, look, I got to keep going. This is what he or she would have wanted me to do. Uh, uh, this is what I got to do for myself in order for me to, to, to move on. Um, and then you express yourself more to forget. Uh, maybe it might mean talking about it more to somebody, not just talking to like uh, a lot of people are not going to go to see psychiatrists or anything like that. But if you can express yourself, like I say, keeping a journal or, or getting a plant in her honor or something like that, whatever that will, will help you get past some of the hard feelings in your heart. Um, be a warrior and, and fight self-pity because sometimes we we get into a point where we feel sorry for ourselves and we're not thinking about the situation. We're thinking about how it just affects us, not knowing that it might be affecting a lot of other people in the same way. And when we're stuck in that, hello, Sophia, um, in, that in, in that kind of mindset, it is hard to move on and but it, your day will come when when and nobody on the panel can say when that day is it, it's in your heart it's in your mind to do what you gotta do um uh, we have to spend and invest in the present you know you are here you're here with your daughter you're here with your loved ones and life goes on um mm -hmm. It's a harsh thing to think about. It's a harsh thing to say, but uh, the reality of it all is, would she want you to be miserable? Would she want you to, to not think about all the good times and all everything that y'all went through? Uh, and I think it would help us to um, move on. Um, one of the things they also said is we have to disconnect from some of the things that that leaves us connected to people. If you know that a picture uh, triggers you and make you do, um, make, make uh, you go into a certain kind of feeling, then maybe you should not look at the picture as much or whatever. I mean, I, I can't, I'm no psychologist. I, I don't know what to say because, you know, I, I was not presented with that situation um, because, you know, it's something different when you know that the person um, health is failing and it's different or when somebody just suddenly just dies unexpectedly. So um, I, I, I don't know, we don't have any of our counselors on, I don't know how we do what we do. And, but again, we have to take in consideration that the past is the past. And it says the past is not meant to be forgotten. It's, the, it's meant to be a life lesson. And different people learn different things from different situations. Yeah. You know, um, maybe it is to show us well, if you're stuck with this situation, handle it a different way than how other people handled it. 
So uh, anybody on the panel um, can contribute to this conversation. I asked Sophia to come on because mm -hmm. I wanted her. I wanted her to hear this. Um, so she she's on. If she wants to say anything, I invited her to this. Okay. This um, is your friend that you were speaking of earlier. Yep. Mm -hmm. More like a sister. Welcome, yes. Sophia. Sophia, how are you today? I, oh, y'all about me. I just got out of the hospital. I had COVID, so I just got home on Friday. So I'm working through it. So uh, <clears throat> today I have my days um, uh, to catch everybody up. Um, I lost my son. Um, I had him December the 17th. He died three days later. December the 20th, um, he was eight pounds, six ounces. Don't understand why, still don't understand why. Um, and I'm still dealing with it. Um, of course, me and his dad is no longer together because of the, the turmoil that he has put me through in the midst of us, you know, losing our son. And, um, and I'm still dealing with it. And I think the thing that's with me is I don't want to be angry. I don't want to hate this man. I want to forgive him. I want closure. I don't want to be bitter, you know, but I don't want to be weak, if you understand what I'm saying. So with Jesse, I spoke with speaking to her about it because he reached out to me um, yesterday. He sent me an email and he was like, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, why? Like, what is it that this man could say to me? Like, you wasn't there for me to grieve the loss of our son. You had an affair that I didn't know nothing about. And another baby came and evolved. Um, so what can you possibly say to me at this point? So his thing was he wanted to apologize. I don't get it. I feel like it's maybe a hidden agenda. I don't know. I don't get why he wants to apologize. But then the fact that the some of the key words that he said was like, well, they I'm in this group and they told me, you know, that their heart went out to you and I needed to apologize to you. And I explained to them how, you know, what happened with our son and how you never got to hold him until his to the funeral is when I actually got to have my baby. And he was like, they, they just, they heart went out to you. And I'm like, okay, it's their heart that went out to me. But my questions that I had was like, well, what about your heart? What do you feel? Do you feel that you're sorry? Do you feel that you were wrong? And, and now I'm like, I've been, it's been bugging me out today. I've been praying. I've been, you know, praying, talking to God about it. And I'm like, what, what is it? What is this man agenda? And what, how can I keep healing? How can I keep progressing? How can I not fall back into this? Well, um, if, I, if I may, um, I think that you are going through the five stages of grief right now. Um, 
if you would um, go on um, the internet and look up, uh, it's by Kubla, uh, I forgot the first name, Kubla Ross, um, um, Five Stages of Death. And you're gonna have to go through denial, anger. Uh, um, there's so many, uh, five levels. Um, it may be that he is suffering like you, but he doesn't know how to express it. I can't speak for him. I don't know y'all relationship, but um, it's hard. It's harder for you because your child is gone and you said he had another child with someone else. So there's a lot of questions of why me? And, um, but if you go and you, you um, research how she says we have to go through these five steps, anger, denial, um, acceptance, and all this kind of, I, I don't know the direct order right now because, you know, um, this is so emotional for me. But it's, it's kind of hard, you know. Um, <clears throat> um, sometimes people don't know what to say to you because sometimes your pain is so deep and so deep rooted and, and, and so tethered to you that if someone doesn't say exactly what it is that you want to hear, um, it, you know, it, it puts us in the mind that they don't care as much as we care. But a lot of people don't know how to express their feelings. So uh, the things that you will have to do, um, you, it, you have to regulate your emotions, uh, try to get out of the depression mood because depression is the first um, step. I, I do remember that depression is. And then you go to the, to the anger part of, you know, why did this have to happen to me? I mean, I've always been a good person. I've done this, I've done that. I, you know, I did what I was supposed to do. And it's, it's, it's something that you can't handle by yourself. You know, you gotta have, and I, and then I think that he, when he said that he went to a support group, maybe he didn't know how to ask you to go to a, a, a support group. Uh, um, maybe he asked you to go and you didn't want to go. I, I don't know what the situation might be. I, and I don't want to say that you are wrong or he was wrong because- Right. So, so, okay. So me, me and him have been together five years. Mm -hmm. Five years. Um, I grieved the loss of my son by myself. When... I, when my son got transitioned to Augusta, he made it to the hospital. They transported him to Augusta. My son died in Augusta. He left. Soon as my baby went out the door, the transport, he went out the front door and went back to his side chick. Mm -hmm. He didn't deal with my grief with me. He stopped coming home. This man particularly told me he would not come home if I don't stop crying, if I did not get over losing my son. Who says that? Who tells me that? I carry my boy for nine months, kick, talk, sing, everything. I bonded with him. 
how can you tell me to get over the loss of me losing my son? How can you say that? He, he's, a, he's a Diane's friend. He want to see if he still got it. That's the only reason why he contacted her, because it's not working out with the side piece. He just wanted to see if you were going to answer the email. He, that's what I told Is her. That he just wanting to see if he still got you. I'm a man. Yeah. He don't care. He don't care. I'm sorry. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far as to say he doesn't care. Uh, uh, he I doesn't would. know. It, it, it's well underlying. Underlying. He may not care. But then again, it may be a simple fight of he don't know how to communicate his emotions. Was he ever able to communicate to you how he felt? No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't even like when I. Cause I'm, I have a lot of therapy. I have grief. I'm in a lot of grief therapy. I need it. So when I would be like, I did my grief therapy virtual from home when he would come in the house and he will walk in the, you know, and I'm in the office and he looked, he's like, Oh, so you crying again today? Like, what you mean? I have to cry. I have to heal. This is, I need to do this. Like, and then he'll walk out and disappear. And I won't see him for weeks. I won't see him for months. And he's and then that's when he told me, if you don't get over Junior, I'm not coming back home. Oh, well, that might just be an excuse. Um, yeah. But um, do you road, ever road. think about the fact that you are allowing him to do this? You are yeah. allowing him. I mean, because he can't put a timestamp on your grief. So don't let him in. If if it's if if it's um. Yeah, I see that you put it on the screen. If, if you look up, Sophia, um, you see Kubla Ross, it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a long process. I mean, um, you either have to stop letting them in, stop accepting the calls until you can deal with your own grief because he's only... Uh, making a, a, it a whole lot harder. I don't, I don't know. I don't profess to know what to do in that kind of situation. But I know you mm -hmm. don't need to hear. Oh, you still crying today? Oh, you, 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 you still doing this? And then you go, MIA. Um, right. Went MIA, and then now your side chick coming around the house. Her whole family coming after me. Like I'm dealing. I'm in the but, house. I'm but, shut in. But she left. She left Georgia and moved to Florida. To and Florida, she cut I all remember. contact, and he ended up finding her email and emailing her. She blocked him. Like he crazy. Okay, Mitchell. From a man's standpoint, what you know? Well, I, you know, I, I think it's a possession thing. Um, when, yeah. when the girl I was with, when she had her um. A miscarry, you know, and I knew she was already cheating or whatever, so I didn't even know if it was my kid or. Mm -hmm. But um, I still, you know, I cried. I agreed with her, you know. I, shoot, I cried. Right. I felt it. I mean, it hurt me. I was right there, like, hey, I don't even know if it's my baby, but I still feel I hurt. You know, still a baby, nonetheless. I hurt. I'm right there. You know, I don't. I didn't sit there like, oh, you ain't you still crying? Like, hey, I gotta go then. You know what I mean? Nah, it's just an excuse right. to go take care. You know, do other shit. Excuse the language. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. But you yeah, you know, just keep it pushing. Yeah, you know, you ain't had time to grieve yet. You gotta, you know, he ain't gave you time exactly. To he didn't. He didn't you didn't give me. That's yeah. my thing, and that's the point that I'm making. Like, I didn't have time to grieve. Like, like, okay, my son died December the 17th. 
these uh no he was born december 17 died december the 20th we had the funeral january the 8th and boom soon as we had the funeral here's a side chick coming she pregnant she posted she coming around the house she doing this she doing that and i'm like what the world what's going on how when this was and why but and to make the long story start there is no baby there is no baby their baby didn't make it she couldn't carry the baby all the way Still, there now there is no baby. But one of yeah. one of the things I think that um would help is for you to get all the top six toxic how do I say the word toxicity, toxicity. out of your out of out of your life. I mean, uh, right. you tell everybody until I can get through this, I don't need to talk about it. I don't want to hear what's happening with this person. I don't want to hear what's happening with the dude. I just want to do me and get past what has happened. This has been a traumatic experience. But it's as long as been- there's a circle of people surrounding you that, you know, that's girl, you know, this, I wouldn't do this and I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do this, that, 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 whatever ain't this and whatever ain't that, you know, stop giving him access to your pain. And that's why I'm furious. I'm furious because I'm like, what, why, what is the odds of him emailing me last night? I don't relocate it. Because you the whole you're, you're not co- taking his calls. He's going to try everything he can just so he can see you know, if he still has, and I don't know, I don't, I, it's, it's crazy. We, we can't say how people going to act, why they do the things they do, but you have to think about yourself. You have to think about what, what's going to keep you going and having to have the, the, the mental capacity to deal with the death of your child and the cruelty of this man who is keeping you grounded in your grief. I mean, mm. change your email. Don't take the call. He doesn't know where you live. Tell Mm-mm. nobody, tell your people, you don't tell this guy nothing. Let you take the time to heal. Don't put him in the in, in the in, in the equation. When you're talking about how you hurt, don't say, don't ask yourself, well, why he ain't hurting like I hurt? Because you ain't gonna never know the answer to that. That that's all I have. I don't know if anybody else has anything else they can say, but if I were you, I would change any kind of way he can get in touch with me. Any kind of way. Ain't nothing left. You moved on, you did what you did. You know, you never even said you were sorry. Uh, that's why I feel like his apology he was trying to give off. Last night, I was like, what? He was like, well, they told me I had to apologize. Well, who told you you had to apologize? You ain't felt like you needed to apologize for me for the hurt that y'all caused me. I said, you caused me some serious hurt. Like, was this all worth it? I said, aren't you happy now? Okay, take care. Good night. And hung up my phone. Like, what? You you are entertaining. <laughs> you gave him too much information. You told yeah. him you hurting. He, yeah. he, knows your, he knows your plan. When I tell you don't let the enemy know your plan, I mean in that aspect too. Oh, I, I'm great. Why are you contacting me? You won't know I'm hurting. You won't know I'm happy. Don't sad, even pick man. up the phone because you know yeah. how it's going to end. Yeah. You know that it's a trigger for you. So why be triggered? 
Why be triggered? You decide when it is you want to speak with him. Don't let him make the, make the decisions on when he can infiltrate your life and infiltrate your grief. You are in control of you. You, you ain't got no control over what he does or says. Only thing you can control is the, the fact that he don't have access to you. No phone calls, no, no email, no drop by the house. None of that. Because as long as you are continuing to talk to him, you can't move on. And, 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 and this is another thing that is added to your grief because you got to deal with the death of your child and deal with somebody that you think is not feeling what you're feeling. Why aren't you? You should be acting like me. Why are you not? So you got to deal with him not um, um, talking about what happened. And you're talking about, you're going through what happened. You want him to act a certain way and he's not going to act that way. He's not acting that way so far because it might be he don't know how. It might be, um, uh, has he ever been able to express himself? No, he doesn't. He Okay, like, then how he, do you expect him to know now? I mean, like, you would think that he would, he, he would grieve with you, but... If he right. ain't never knew how to express himself, he ain't gonna learn. It's like when you are like, I would sit down and and I'd be like, okay, Olivia, let's talk about this. Like, he be like, oh, okay, and run out the house, and I don't see him. Don't see him no more. You you giving him them too much access to your heart and your soul <clears throat> and your feelings. And, Actually, and, speak louder than words. Yeah, yeah, he's showing you. <laughs> When somebody mm -hmm. shows you who they are, believe it. Yeah. Who okay. knows in the future, maybe if he sit his butt down and think, maybe right. he will come to terms about what happened and can come and talk to you yep. in, in a sense, sensible manner. But right now, that's too much. On top it is of too happened, much. Keep it pushed. So yeah. You are the only one that controls your heart. You're the only one that controls your mind. And you got to tell yourself that every day. I mean, if you're if you are accepting the the phone calls, if you're letting them stop by, you have this thought in your mind that he's gonna be a decent person. Some people ain't decent people. I just don't we, think we love ever them be to death, but some <laughs> people show you when they show you who they are, believe it. We can't change it. We a lot of us try to t tell ourselves we can change a man. All I got to do is be nice. All I got to be this. All I got to do is do that. They're going to be who they are. And maybe she's giving him a hard time too, so he don't know who to go back to. He's trying to keep tabs on who he can keep tabs on. Hmm. We could reel in, you know what I mean? That's back it. I, I told her that I told her that tonight. I said, Oh, things must be in, the grass must be in green over no, there. No, it ain't green anymore. He trying to he trying to come back the way he know he had it made. Mm -mm. But it's right. up to you to keep him out. I mean, and I want we are not the ones to say because, uh -huh. we're not the ones to say that you shouldn't take him back. That's up to you. You you know no. what you went through, you know how you feel about him, but Doug, you have to ask yourself that hard question. 
Does he feel the same way about me? And obviously he don't. He went out and he had a with somebody else. Because he went out and did this. He's he's right. You you told him how you feel, and he's not he he's negating your feelings. So out of sight, out of mind. It's gonna be hard. And and like I say, if you got to write down your feelings, write down your feelings. If you got to get a, a your phone and record yourself talking to yourself. Do whatever. You can't hold these feelings inside. Because on one on one side of your brain, you're thinking about the loss of your child. On the other side, why is this man treating me like this? He know I did this. He should be, he should be here uh, comforting me. He ain't. <laughs> you had to move across the earth to, to get away from all that, all that clutter that's taking up space in your head. There is no way you're going to get past. You, you're going to take the time to grieve. You're, you're not only grieving the loss of your child, you're grieving the loss of him, not knowing you had already lost him. Right. And that's the part. I told her I can, I can tell her everything I, would, I wouldn't do myself. But ultimately, the decision is hers. Decision I told her hers. if she go back, I'm, I it's support her 100. percent But she's gonna have to deal with what comes you along with that. You're gonna have to deal with whatever. Yep. I say you if you, at this point when you're hurting so deeply, now is not the time to deal with his his ambiguity. Ambiguity. This oh I wanna I wanna talk to you today but tomorrow I wanna do this why well if you got to do like that I ain't gonna be around what who says that kind of stuff who says that why I come mean, I'm just puzzled like why why are you coming down and why he would just keep you in limbo like that and, and you would never you would never get his full reason to why <laughs> every time you he don't know why and he don't know too he don't know why. That's exactly. what he told He's her. He's been don't getting know. away with doing half-ass stuff the whole time. Five years. You can't make him a whole man after after a, a great loss like this. You would think in your mind, oh, this should bring us together. We should mourn together. He ain't at that point yet. Mm -mm. And you can't make him be at that point. Taking his phone calls ain't going to make him get to that point. Letting him know where you are ain't going to let him get to that point. You got to get to the point where you can stand still on your feet and say, Negro, I don't care what you say. I, I suffered a tremendous loss and you were not there for me. Was and not. If you can give me a real reason why you weren't, then maybe, maybe you got a chance. But right now he can't. Mm -mm. So it's up to you to Become anonymous and deal yeah. with your own grief, honey. Yeah. Otherwise, this this is going to be this torment is is is, is going to make the loss of your child even greater because yeah. you not only lost a child, you felt like you lost a man too that should have been there. Everything basically, yeah. It's I not mean, everything just felt like it just hit at once. Like, have you been to any kind of therapy? Yes, I I taught. I have a grief therapy. Um, I just talked to her today. We actually jumped in and did a quick session. We normally do Mondays, 
um, Mondays and Fridays. I go like twice a week. We do it virtual. Um, I've been in therapy um, beginning on my pregnancy. Um, so now I've been in therapy. And well, let me ask you I've, this. Do you focus mm-hmm. more on losing your baby or losing him? I or focus both. more on both of them. I do focus both of him, but I think the majority is him, his dad. Okay, but you, so, that, that's something that I, I don't know. It shouldn't, because, it shouldn't occupy your mind because there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Just like there was nothing that you could do about the loss of your child. But you are keeping him in your space. He, You are allowing him to occupy you where that you cannot grieve in the way that you want to grieve. You said you lost your child in December. It is almost December again. Mm-hmm. And he ain't got no better baby. He ain't going to get no better. Yeah. If y'all ain't going to counseling together and somebody asking him the hard question because you've never asked him the hard question. All you asking is, why why weren't you there for me? He was after never there lost, for you. Not fully. And after we lost the baby, we attempted our first counseling session together. Don't you know he walked out in the counseling session? Walked clean out. Well, he got a lot of issues That's- he's not dealing with. That's why I feel like so it's three things she lost. She lost the baby, she lost the relationship, and, and she, she lost damn, the she, she damn sure don't lost herself because oh, yeah, herself too. Your that's why I told her I want her to love her. The mm-hmm. amount of attention that you giving this man, he don't give even it need him. it, give but he know he got give it. it to he your mental health. Give it to yes, you know because he enjoys the fact that he can occupy space in your mind you ain't got time mm-hmm. to think about him let him go mm-hmm. if he if he if for some reason y'all get back together and y'all can sit down and talk about this after you heal you're not healed you're not i'm healed. not healed you're i'm definitely not healed, not healed. So you cannot heal wondering oh well guess what he got another baby guess what he did this guess what he don't he don't find my email he he knows what he's doing he don't mm-hmm. know how to tell you he's sorry he may be sorry. He just don't know how. If y'all didn't go to counseling together and y'all couldn't be together, why let him occupy all that time that can be spent trying to get past the 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 the, the hardest thing in your life you ever had to deal with? Because it, it ain't hard to deal with the fact that you don't have him. What's hard right. to deal with is the fact that you don't have your baby that you carried yes. for nine months. You carried him in the relationship for how long? How long were y'all together? Five years. Okay, that's a baby. That was your baby right there. That was your five. That was your, you had a five year old. No, my baby that I lost. No, I'm talking about him. Yeah, oh, yeah, about that was your five year old. The the man. <laughs> yeah. Send yeah, him off the kindergarten and let him go. Okay. Maybe he'll come back when he graduates. But by that time, you would have killed. Yeah, I'm a little too old to be some of the time I graduated. You think you would have learned about no. me? Well, I'm no, saying he's in kindergarten mentally, now. Mentally. His <laughs> mental status. Yeah. yeah. Not him, like, physically graduating, but his mind as a man. His he mind. Mentally, I mean, he's still he a child. Yeah, mind. okay. He's, he's not as mature as you yeah. are. Yeah. No. He's not feeling it the way you feel. And we don't know what happens to him at night when he lay down. We don't yeah, know his true. demons. We don't care about his demons. 
he ain't here to defend himself. Uh, But Mm -hmm. what we have to deal with is how you move on. Is he the only guy in your town? Get past this part. Is he the only guy in your town? Are you just focused on him? You're not worried about dating no one else, sir? No, I'm definitely not worrying about dating. Um, Then don't worry about him. I told her to to date herself. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. 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 Um, it is it is so much easier said than done. We can talk to you till we blue in the face, looking mm-hmm. like avatars. Uh, but until you decide he is toxic, mm-hmm. ain't nothing we can do and say you got to give your heart and your mind t- time to heal. You suffered a tremendous loss. The loss of him, that ain't nothing. Men come mm-hmm. every day. Men are dime a dozen, and you got you you got 13 cents. So thinking about him and allowing him to come into your mindset all the time. You and you can ask until till 2031. Why weren't you there for me? Why weren't you there? I mean, it sounds like a um, what do you call it? You're not asking me because you want to know. You you're fussing at me. Just that you just Who you think you are talking to me like that? You know, it ain't that It ain't that you really want to know because you already know why he was already because he was with another woman. You're just trying to find right. something else to replace the hurt that you feel about losing a child, and it's easier to deal with his craziness than right. to deal with the pain of losing a child. And you're not going to heal if you don't look at the main issue. And the main issue is, I lost the baby. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you did. You were not there for me. So why you want him here now? He wasn't there when you needed him at that point. And he has to do the work to come back and convince you that he's a good person. Stop letting him occupy a street, a house up the street from you, because he's going to get closer and closer and closer. And before you know it, he's back in the house. That's what my sister just said earlier, and I talked to her. My, um, my sister, um, my sister, she's a minister. I talked to her earlier. She's talking about, I told you. I said, she said, didn't you and your other sister, Jessica Statesboro, I said, yeah. She said, didn't we tell you he's going to find a way to get back in touch with you? And they said, no, he's going to try to find a way to move his stuff. It may be the the fact that he just think he got it like that, but that ain't your worry. No. Let him deal with whatever he got to deal with, thinking, let him figure out how he's going to win you back. What you need to do is deal with you and your mindset, your heart set, and how you lost a child. Please go to On Death and Dying in on your computer and read mm-hmm. what that lady has to say. And then maybe it'll be a lot easier. So when you have these sessions, do you talk about you and how you feel, or do you talk about how he treated you? Because you're not, I- you're not, you're not talking about the issue. That's that's the most important. You're talking about how what he did. You give I talk him about what he power. did. I do talk about what he did. And so I, when are you going to talk about what happened with you? When you're going to face that issue? That's been kind of hard for me. 
So I don't know why. it's I don't... easier to deal with him acting like a fool than it is for you to deal with the fact that you lost the child. So you got to face that sometime. If you don't face it now, you're still hoping he's going to come back and say something that will to get make you right. and him to make him and you have a conversation about what's going on. He don't yeah. know how to have that conversation, baby. If he did, he would have been had. If he can stand flat-footed and say, well, you still crying. You need to stop that crying. Yeah. He ain't got the same emotions you got. Mm -hmm. If he can go out and get somebody else pregnant. Mm -hmm. That ain't the bad part. He told her not to worry about the death of their baby. He got another baby coming. Wow. <laughs> and that, that yeah, he showed it. He said, hmm. uh, for me to not worry about the, the death of our baby because she doing us a favor. How this girl doing us a favor? Hmm. I lost a whole baby. I gave birth. Well, can, I, can I ask you this? And I, I'm not trying to get real personal. Mm -hmm. Did he... Did he always talk down to you in, in the five-year relationship? No. That's why I didn't understand. This is why it's hard for me. This man ain't never talked to me like this. When I say he treated me well, that's why when this behavior started shocking, if you looked at it from the beginning of our moment of our relationship, that I, we finding out we was expecting, and that's why when all this came about, where this coming from? And that's the whole hurtful thing how about long, this. How long did the other lady become pregnant after you lost your child? She, um, the baby was actually supposedly due July. Mm -hmm. They was pregnant so, at the same time. Yeah. All right. I, um, honey, uh, none of us on here are psychologists, psychiatrists. Right. All we can do is tell you you got to deal with the core issue and the core issue is the loss of your baby you've been lost that man if he had somebody else pregnant while you were pregnant you didn't have him completely anyway mm -hmm. uh, no loss no mm -hmm. loss it's just the loss of your baby kick him out i mean he's out but kick him out of your mind keep kick him out of your psyche and deal with what you got to deal with because you're not going to get past. You're just, you're just wasting a, a, a counselor's time or a, 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 mm -hmm. a psychiatrist's time or a psychologist, whatever. I don't know the difference. I think one of them give you medicine, the other one just told. Yeah. But um, you got to decide and tell yourself, okay, Melinda, I see your hand and we ain't got much time. You got to decide for yourself which is more important, dealing with the loss of your child or dealing with the loss of this knucklehead? Because that's exactly what he is. All right, Melinda, we don't have much time. How much time we got? Uh, you got ten, uh, It's 10 minutes, but I don't want you to take the whole 10 minutes. <laughs> I was just going to read something that um, hopefully maybe that'll help someone. Okay. Okay. Um, da -da 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 -da. Oh, let me get to the beginning. Um, I hesitated a few minutes because I'm still a little unsure about sharing my life with anyone. Then I remember God telling me my story was no longer for me. Thanks to my psychologist convincing me that the major component in my healing process was me, 
and journaling may help. I started writing down what was in my head instead of acting out on it. My faith plays a major role in my healing process as well. So on today, I'm here to share how writing, journaling, and weekly peer group meetings are helping me to deal with the person I see daily in the mirror. Although my story may not be your story, hopefully something I say today may encourage someone. Healing from trauma isn't easy. My delay in healing from toxic relationships, childhood, and military trauma was about control. Let me explain. You see, I grew up feeling that no one protected or covered me, and that turned me into a person that needed to control every aspect of my life. I went into protective mode and silently declared that I got me if no one else does not. I allowed people to know the soldier, but never me. Mentally and emotionally, I was locked inside of a cell that allowed no one entrance, only glimpses. The key to unlocking the cell was forgiveness. During my dark days, I heard God say, stop being so angry. However, I held on to it because it justified my pain. I heard him say light and darkness can't dwell in the same place, yet I refused to shine. While lying in a fetal position, I remember letting out a gut-riching scream. I want to be free, but, bitter, but being bitter justifies all the disappointment in my life. I kept telling God how I made everybody my life. And he said, now make me your life. God, I gave my family and everyone everything I have. And he said, now give it to me. God, I gave them my heart and they broke it. He said, now give it to me. God, I can't stop crying. He said, let me wipe your tears. God, no one loves me. He said, I love you. Let me hold you. Let me cover you. Let me free you. If you give me your heart and all that you have bottled up inside, I will show you how to forgive, love unconditionally, live freely, and experience the peace that surpasses all understanding. And in a book I read, and I quote, the author wrote, forgiveness comes with understanding. Understanding comes from conversation. The conversation consists of listening and talking to each other. Some people are in bondage because of conversation they're afraid to tackle for fear of offending the other person. Are they afraid to face the person in the mirror or their truth? While I don't advocate for anyone being selfish, the only important element in the equation for my mental stability is self. It took me a while to realize forgiveness doesn't mean I have to allow that person or persons to have front row seats in my life. I know now, I now know from all the things I have lived through that healing is a process. It is difficult for some, some adults to heal until they make the decision to deal with who or what broke them in the first place. You see, many of us are dealing with unspoken words. In a, in a group, we discussed that the child is told to be quiet. It teaches them how to bottle up their emotions and internalize everything. My voice trembles because the little child wants to stay hidden within the woman. Transparency can sometimes lead to people judging you. However, none of that matters at this stage of my life because for the adult to live, the little child must finally speak for the chains that have been binding them to break. A little while ago, I was still forgiving people that are in grave. You see, dead people can no longer hurt, harm, or heal you, yet I had allowed them to have power over me. I stopped tying my freedoms with someone else's choices or feelings. I would like to quote something else I read. The person that opened the wound or inflicted the pain do not have the power to close the wound. They can't be the one that hurt and heals. I can't change my past, but I can change my reactions to it. I realize now that if I refuse to deal with the past, I will forever be tied to it. Anything that is tied to you is attached to you until you remove it. Forgiveness was the tool I chose to use to break that connection. I have often said how I was raised wasn't bad because I measured by the fact that I have somewhat of a successful life. 
I have all the material things I wanted and have accomplished plenty of my goals. The truth is growing up wasn't great because I never learned how to process my emotions or how to verbalize pain. I learned how to internalize everything and keep everyone at a distance. My childhood taught me how to live in a mental and emotional prison. I cannot lie, if I had not come to know God for myself, I would still be afraid to go to sleep at night. I would still be smiling when all I want to do is cry. You see, the only reason I used to cry was out of anger, disappointments, and frustration, because I couldn't control the things that were taking place in my life. Do you know the first time I realized my tears were for me was the day I understood if I didn't unlock the door to my prison, I would forever be in bondage. So I decided to fill the crack with the love of God. That was the day my healing began. The crack then became a scar, then a lesson, then my testimony. I felt released because I finally understood I was free. Freedom is a promise. The Bible says, if the sun sets free, you may be free indeed. John 8, 36. That's it. Thank you, Melinda. Wow. That, was, that was very moving. Wow. And, and I think what we take from that is, if we wow. allow other things to occupy our mind instead of what the root issue is, we will never be free. And that's exactly what we're trying to say to you. You have to deal with your loss before you deal with your what you think might be your gain. And your gain to you is trying to get this man back and get him to thinking how you think. It's not going to happen. Not okay. right now. If y'all are not on the same playing field, if he's going out, if he's doing whatever he's doing, you don't want to sit around and wait until he mm -mm. decides to grow up. Right. So your first your first priority is to deal with your emotions and your great loss. And darling, I hope that you can do that. Um, we yeah. are here every Sunday if you want to join us and come and have conversations with us. Um, we pray that you will uh, think about that. Try journaling. I mean, it helped me. I've, yes. been, I've been keeping a journal since I was in the ninth grade. I broke yeah, away I'm from it. And, and, you know, I know that now it's why I can't sleep at night because I'm not writing down. I'm still letting these, these thoughts just permeate my mind. So just try it. If you find out you don't like it, then stop. But go, everybody sells them. Go go to um, um, Ollie's, go to uh, uh, Big Lots, go to any of the stores and get the blank journals, the little okay. books, or just go get you a tablet and just start writing your feelings down. You would be surprised how therapeutic it is. Okay. I used because to get a spray pen. <laughs> I'm just hush. You're, you're holding on is, to the love of and the said loss of your child. She wanted me to start journaling. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I, I think it can help you, darling. I, thank you for coming on. Thank everybody for coming on. Hey, Corey. Glad you dropped in. Um, hey, Miss Barbara. Thank everybody. Uh, we are coming down to the last nine minutes of our of this session and if anybody has any final words uh can you come on and say them now uh, anybody there's someone for everyone young lady yeah. Yeah, you're all right yeah mm -hmm. thank you yeah so, you can always write him a letter and let that letter be your goodbye. Because sometimes when mm -hmm. you get in conversation with someone you can't you don't normally typically say the things you want to say. 
but when you're writing your letter, you can put everything you feel like saying on that piece of paper. And that's okay. whether you give it to him or not. Yeah, that's you just hold on to the letter, you know, same as journaling. You know, you got to get those raw emotions out of you because you're more consumed with why he's not there to help you get through the pain than being consumed with the pain. And you got to get through that first. He can't help you. It, it, he he, he's not a help right now. Maybe two, three years from now, I don't know. Maybe months from now, he might come to his senses, but you ain't got time to think about that. You got to, mm -hmm. you got to work on you. Anybody else? Diane, um, Melissa, Sonia, Corey? V. Yeah, uh, you are, you're, I'm, I'm sorry for jumping in on the tail end of things, so I don't know the full scope, but you are doing yourself quite the disservice if you are letting and allowing someone to uh, hold you up in where you are in your life. And it, again, oh, excuse me, um, I did not get all the details, so I hope I am not speaking out of turn, but I've recently come to a place where I've had to deal with a lot of things that I spent a lot of time avoiding. And I did not have a whole lot of time to prepare myself to confront them. In fact, I did not think that I would have the opportunity to confront them. And they are happening slowly every day, but they are taking time. Um, it's things that, that I feel like I may need to rush in order for me to move on. Um, mm -hmm. However, I found that, that I go about that in, in awful ways. It's, it's something that both parties have to come to at their same at the same pace, and it has to be something on consensual ground. Uh, okay. If you plan on having anything forward, otherwise, you are best to just let it pause and move in a different direction. Just don't, you know, you, you got to keep swimming, girl. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> There's so yeah. much water out there; you got to float sometimes. But you you yeah. hit land eventually. Keep looking, keep looking for Nemo. Yes, ma'am. Float okay. on. Yes, ma'am. But, you know, sometimes the demons that we deal with are demons that we create ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and you find you find such depravity and like such loneliness. And that's that. Yeah. That's, it's that's that self-isolation. It's that self-isolation. Because self she doesn't have her baby. It, it, he's the closest thing that she thinks will make her life better. And she got to get past the fact that he ain't the man she thought she knew. And that's one of the things about it. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. Please uh, don't find it robbery to come back on Friday nights or Sunday nights whenever we're here. Um, we encourage you to come on. Normally we have counselors on, but they both were um, somewhere else. So we try to, you know, help each other out just through talking. And sometimes that's, that's better than you sitting home um just going through stuff yourself you know i want to thank everybody for coming on please like subscribe share and follow us um and um on sunday night's mask um from uh 7 p.m to 9 p.m eastern um six o'clock central and um pacific time four o'clock uh, on Friday nights, we do Cougar Chronicles, where we talk about heavy subjects, but we try to give it a comedic spin. Uh, I hope that tonight did not trigger any people to think that, you know, we came on um, and wanted to bring people down or, or 
you know, interject our feelings into making them feel even worse. So that is not, we just want to provide a platform for people to just come on and share experiences and each one teach one. Thank you, Jessica, for bringing Sophia on. And darling, please, please um, think about yourself in this situation. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, sister. You're welcome, (laughs) baby. I love you. All right, I Jessica, I will be speaking with you. We'll be back on Facebook tomorrow. So okay, you got a new job. You got a new job, though. Well, I had to do my four weeks of training, so I'm done, done with Is my four weeks real, of training. Um, realty? I'm, st- it- I'm, I'm actually still doing real estate, but I also got um, a part-time job doing, with Quest Diagnostics. Oh, okay. So I'm drawing okay. blood, too. Drawing so, blood. You know, you, I, you, you, I knew eventually you were going to go back to that health field. <laughs> See, you thinking you're not making progress, but you are. So anyway, I want to thank everybody for coming on. Uh, Go out and tell somebody that knows somebody that got a computer or a phone that we are here almost every Sunday that I don't have a show and that we are here every Friday when I don't have a show. And if I do have a show, we do repeat um, shows. So if you have a topic that you want to talk about, please feel free to... um, Email us on that website, likeminds420.com backslash Barbara Carlisle, and we will get your topic on there by hook or crook, some kind of way. Thank you all for coming on tonight. Uh, this, I think this was a good one. Yes. Thank you all so one. much. Yeah. Thank you all. Um, so with that being said, y'all have a great evening. Uh, don't, when you lay down to rest, do exactly that. Rest. Don't let things boggle your mind. And tomorrow's not promised. So when you wake up in the morning, then you start dealing with it all over again. But try to get it much worse. I want to thank Melinda for that. That was a great piece. It, it was very mm-hmm. touching. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. So good night, everybody. Thank you, Like Minds. Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you. Good Sonia, Corey, Sophia, Jessica. And my good friend, Miss Diane Quarter. That quarter said that. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. serving dope lines uh-huh. hold up wait a minute let me slow it down spit it real clear for the people in the back hey. before the lord said the words let there be light, light. everything was black. black this is no fiction everything fact, fact. follow no scripting i don't ever act hey. i don't ever do it for awards or the plaques hey. i do it for the ones with the scars on their backs hey. living in the land of the feet home of the slave hey. where you only loved at the grave, grave. where we watch our homeless decay and the president looking for praise uh, Lockdown, lockdown, everybody locked down Inside for a lot of days Now we get a taste of the life of a person Who couldn't get a lawyer that's paid hey, Gotta tell it how it is every time hey, Gotta go hard every rhyme. Hey, rhyme Ain't gotta tell you no 
say that, say that. If I got it on my mind, I'ma say that, say that. If I got it on my mind, I'ma say that, say that, say that, say that, say that, say that. Cut from a whole different cloth, cloth. Cooked in a whole different bro, bro. These boys talking about they got sauce. Shut it down. Shut it down. Cause you dealing with a main course. Yeah. When they tell me that I can't go harder. When they tell me what I ain't, I just smile. Never met a person that can look me in the face and talk down. Cause I'm walking in the shadow of the Lord now. Hard times just to beat when it break down. If you wanna be heard, it's a great time. Break down only lasts for a short while. Pray up, get ready for the hard grind. Think about the people that came before. That was standing neck to neck in no chains and ropes. Couldn't yell, couldn't scream or complain. They kept their head down so you could change the course. Better speak your mind. Better keep your spine. Keep your spine. Or your people dying. Right in front of your eyes. Hey, gotta tell it how it is every time. Hey, gotta go hard every rhyme. Ain't gotta tell you no lie. No, I won't ever waste your time. No, I got it on my mind. I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind. I'ma say that. Say that. I got it on my mind. I'ma say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Say that. Ain't gotta tell you no lie. No.